Salutations, auditors, and welcome to another installment of the Carnival of Randomness. Today we are here on the third floor studios of Naturally Pompous Radio, because, as we all know, or should know, the third floor has the highest chi level of any floor in a building. Now today we are going to be discussing the what the media wants you to think of as conspiracy theories, but we all know are actual facts. My name, Zakarian Smithers Worthington Dartlemeyer VI, recent recipient of the Hyphenie Award for Most Obnoxious Name Hyphenation, and joining me, my comrade in truth. I am Robespierre J. Paul Gettysburg V, and I don't know what happened to the other four. Oh, Robespierre. I, that... Maybe they lost their heads. This is a serious discussion, sir. I'm sorry. And now, just to get it out of the way, we are sponsored in part today by Mrs. Tishley's Digestive Biscuits. Because remember, you cannot be a proper blowhard unless you have eaten so much that it requires you to eat more to help yourself digest. So, we're going to get right into it, listeners. And we're going to start off with the great one of the great conspiracy theories, or so they claim of all time, the moon doesn't exist. That the moon is actually a hologram. And this is because back in the 1940s, what they don't want you to know is that aliens took the moon. They took it from us. Why would they do that? It's because they needed a parking lot. I also do not think the moon was ever made of green cheese. It is made of blue cheese if it exists. You've heard the song, Blue Moon. Wouldn't it be Green Moon? It would be. If it was real. Maybe. Hey, this is not funny. I, Stop I, it. I apologize, listeners. I lost my cool there for a minute. We have to go back in time a little bit here to the 1920s, 1930s. I do not know if you know. They've covered this up because he's a national sports hero. Babe Ruth. <laughs> the Lindbergh baby. I don't know why. I think I'm crying over that it's so sad. Did you Babe, say ate or is? He ate the Lindbergh baby. That's what I okay, thought. Okay, where did the Lindbergh baby go? Babe Ruth, one time, ate 60 hot dogs before a game. It's very understandable. He may have mistaken the baby for a frankfurter. And they covered it up. They blamed an immigrant because how can you take a national icon and call him a baby eater? Do not be fooled. I'm going to need a minute to catch up with that one. Well, what do you have? Well, actually, here's one for you. Do you know that the Beatles were not real? No, no. No, there was no such band as the Beatles. Because look at them over time. They aged strangely. Their ears were different sizes. Their eyes were in different places. They're not real. They were a series of rotating people that they found in the slums of... Liverpool. Well, that too. I was going to say uh, Wigan or See, I've been industrial fooled. areas. I've fallen into the lies and thought they were from Liverpool. They are not. And I think they were really Milli Vanilli then. Nobody was real. Have you ever seen the Beatles and Milli Vanilli at the same place at the same time? No. Exactly. And there was a rumor that they were from another dimension, and there was an album that came out in the 70s that they supposedly recorded there. But were these the real Beatles? No. Absolutely not, because there were no real Beatles. That's why they faked everything. Why would think about it? Why would they have a drummer named Ringo if they were real? There's no way. <laughs> Hey, uh, stop it. This is not funny. 
uh, the, the, we may my, never. My we're trying to risk our lives to bring the truth out here. This we is may true. vanish. This is true. Now there's another one. Now a lot of people have heard, seen Elvis Presley all around. We've seen Bubba Hotep. I'm here to tell you, as a Rochesterian, I've seen Elvis working at Nick Tahoe's. I have seen him. I will try to do it. Garbage plate. He would do this. I would see him. We're going. Okay, this was in college, so we thought maybe we had imbibed and some beverages. But no, this was Elvis. He was dancing away, shimmering his hips, and you could believe he ate enough of that food, too. Yes. Now, this one kind of took me by surprise, but the Large Hadron Collider. You've heard of it? No. (laughs) Neither have I. It's a giant particle accelerator that's in Geneva, Switzerland. So that right there is enough conspiracy. The Swiss have been neutral? Well, not for long. For the Large Hadron Collider is actually a device that they have built under the control of the mind power of the evil cats to awaken the Egyptian god of death, Osiris, to take over the world and bring it to a new Egypt. You think Stargate was fiction? No, my friend. No, my friend. Stargate was as far from fiction as you could possibly get. Cats rule the world. And they will, once Osiris returns. I'm going to move to another animal. Cows. You like cows. They are funny. And delicious. But what happens, not a lot of people know this. Dark cows make chocolate milk. White cows make vanilla milk. Now where is the elusive strawberry cow to make strawberry milk? This is horrible. Where did they go? Cattle abductions? When they spot one of these cows, they don't want people to go around thinking, why is this cow, like, reddish? No. That would not be good. It would really fool people because how many animals like that? There are no red horses. So they abduct them. They have them in Area 51, probably, where they produce the milk, and they are tortured on the milking machines. Or Peter, where are you? Or it could be the Scottish Highland cows because, as we all know, everything in Scotland is red-haired. And now, too, how many different flavors of milk? Are they doing genetics and making grape milk? They have purple cows out there. We're talking Emerald City horses here. That's deep. That's scary is what it is. That moves me. And there's another one. We're going to go from animals to sports. Pro wrestling. There's this horrible rumor that it is staged. What I think happens, the referees are bribed. Because if you ever watched a match, for example, Google George the Animal Steel. He has a foreign object, yet the ref does not see it. He hides it. The ref cannot find it. They cheat and they get pinned. The ref, they're idiots. They're out of the Three Stooges. They're trying to besmirch the name of this sport by pretending it is fake. It is not fake. No, it is not fake Abdullah at all. Abdullah the Butcher really used a fork. Yes, he did. And not just to eat. Now, it's been nearly ten minutes and we haven't discussed the Illuminati. So, I'm going to discuss the Illuminati. The television show, Saved by the Bell. It was produced by the Illuminati because it contains some deep hidden messages about Satanism and devil worshipping and mind control. Because if you think about it, folks, Zach Morris never had a bad day, did he? No. No, he never did. And even if there was a test that Zach didn't study for, somehow, I'm being serious... Try to hold it together. Don't lose your head. Hey, this is not this is not funny. 
I would also say but, on that note, but, the Smurfs, they were devil worshippers. I thought they were communist. Well, that's the same thing. Oh, this is true. But have you ever seen them dance around, these little blue guys? But also, don't forget that Zach Morris would not only not study for the test, he would somehow convince the teacher to replace the test with a bake sale. And he would cheat, somehow win the bake sale, get an A, and then he can escape into reality. For you see, Zach Morris is a wizard. I'm going to stay on television and pop culture. Not everybody loves Raymond. This is a thing they're trying to mind control you by the saying. Not everybody loves Raymond. And what they did was back in the 70s, I was a child then. I was not kung fu fighting. So everybody was not kung fu fighting. But what they're trying to do is to confuse you. So everybody's, yes, I love Raymond. I love Raymond. Oh, what's going on in the world? I don't know. I just love Raymond. I have to kung fu fight. Two plus two is five. Don't let them do this to you. And this is subtle things. You would think, everybody loves Raymond. Who cares? No, you don't. Be yourself. Do you know who built the pyramids, Robespierre? No. It was the dinosaurs. This is documented fact that the Egyptians not only lived with the dinosaurs, but tamed the dinosaurs and used them to haul the large blocks to the pyramids, much like one would use your typical modern-day beast of burden. How would you be fooled by the T-Rex, though? It had little arms. But it had a head? Yes, it did. Don't get short with me. It couldn't be. I'm almost six feet, I think. It was an arm joke, Robespierre. Ha. Ha. So. There's, there's actually one I've thought of recently. Comic book conventions. These used to be fun, but what happened, I think... Illuminati? Supervillains. Oh. They've come from another dimension. They've hijacked the hobby because they realize the power of belief. They don't want people rooting for superheroes. So they've tried to spoil the hobby. And I've noticed this because you look at these, there are panels there. They have Furbies. They try to promote them. I do not want to dress as a giant stuffed whatever the heck they're supposed to be. Are they animals or are they just... Furbies. They are not animals. They are not men. They are a very strange conglomeration of both things. They have know-it-alls telling you what you're supposed to like there. Unlike they us. They have these panels. Have you ever... I'm not erudite enough in my profession. Wasn't there a panel you heard that you were embarrassed to be around? Oh, it was the K-pop panel. And for those of you who did not know what that is, you were the lucky ones. No, it's Korean pop music, and I sat in on this display. So this is a nefarious plot. Where is Batman when we need him? They're all going to fade away because the bad guys are winning, and then they're going to take over the world after they take your money from this. Be warned. Be aware. Be ready. Now, we all know that people are claiming that the Earth is flat. Now, I, I want to just dismiss this ridiculousness instantly, for the Earth is not flat. No, my friends, the Earth is hollow. Do you know the movie Chud? Of course. Chud was not... Cannibalistic, humanistic, underground dweller, or something. Daniel Stern in it, didn't it? It did. But you see, it wasn't a work of fiction. It was a warning documentary. A stern warning. That hurt me a little. That was funny. Ha 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 ha. But no, 
It was a warning documentary for the Chuds have hollowed out the earth and have built their civilization and are causing all of the bad things that happen to us. Earthquakes, fires, Tom Brady, everything. Sorry, Tom, I love you. Sorry, New England area. No, I'm not sorry, New England area, just Tom Brady. I'm going to relate to that. Sometimes pop culture events are real tragedies. The Martians did invade in 1938. They used Orson Welles' War of the Worlds broadcast as cover. But Buckaroo Banzai prevented this from happening. They got rid of John Big Boutet. Martians were okay, though, on Mars. There is life on Mars. David Bowie was right. What they are doing now is, does anybody have Facebook? I'm sorry. We all keep in touch that way. Might have its flaws. Look at all the back-to-school pictures in there. Why are they being posted? The Martians are using them as cover to invade again. They are body-snatching us. And you're to blame for putting little Sally and Betsy and Johnny and Homer and whoever on there for for pictures because they are covering the Martians and going, ha, who wants to watch this drivel? Hey, this is not funny. Have you been switched for a Martian or something? I have a belly button, so no. You sure you're not Uncle Martin? I could be. But now, on the Orson Welles note, actually, I had always heard that Orson Welles invented the War of the Worlds broadcast in order to cut in line at Dairy Queen. That's possible. You know Dairy Queen, especially in the summer, you want that hot, you want whatever, what's the big thing there? I always forget what The blizzard. Is. So it's very snowy. You yes. want to get in there. It's a, it's a 90 degree day. You want to get in there. There's a line. You could pretend you have to vomit, but you probably want to take you to the bathroom. So I know for me, if I'm in a line, say I'm at a store, ah, let's falsify a Martian invasion. That's exactly right, because his studio was right across from the Dairy Queen and the line was out the door. And if you listen closely and play it backwards at 33 RPM, you will hear the message loud and clear. Everybody flee the city, except the guy working the milkshake machine at the Dairy Queen. I'm going to stick to the cosmos for a cosmological thing, and I hate to tell everybody this. Our world will end. Realize that all the planets and their satellites in this galaxy are really giant space eggs. I don't know who laid them. That's beyond my realm of thought, even though I know all this stuff. But they're going to hatch one day, and giant animals will fly out of them. Yes, Earth will be destroyed unless we get to a different planet in a different solar system. So hopefully it won't happen for a long time. But I do not know the incubation period. We will be killed, so the Earth will explode to release a giant purple chicken. Oh, I thought you were going to say that Barney... That purple dinosaur was the Antichrist. You wonder about that because there were the dinosaurs. Was Barney there? Did the giant chickens or whatever they are kill them off so they could have the planet? Well, that's why the dinosaurs invented Colonel Sanders. That's possible. To keep the chickens in line. That, I think, is possible. Because if you think about it, those pieces of chicken you get at that restaurant that has not paid us, therefore will not be named... They're much bigger than your average chicken. Yes, they are. They are the remnants of the dino chickens. Do we have any of these chickens hidden away somewhere, and can they stop the incubation? Who laid the egg in the first place? What about Saturn? Why does it have a ring around it? I believe the egg came from Uranus. Ha! (laughs) (laughs) That is not funny. This is. We hear it it in National 
Pompous Radio would like to apologize for that hideous outburst of emotions because, as we all know, this is not a humorous station. I think we are laughing because the world is going to end. We don't know when, and we're going to be basically debris from poultry. I think I need a digestive biscuit to help me digest all these truths. Well, one of the things is we may not even be alive. One of these years ago, many years ago, many eons, when you were young or younger or even yesterday, you may have been abducted by a bad scientist. Right now, he may have removed your brain. You may be sitting in a box and he has electrodes on you. And all of this is stimuli. None of this is real. You're sitting in there, but he's making you think all this is real while he probes your mind, just like on Mystery Science Theater. This was a warning this show about Dr. might be Clayton Forrester. It might be TV's Frank doing this, but none of us are real. And all I ask is prove I'm wrong. See, that's the problem. The burden of proof cannot be broken Not by your all. average person because they're in too deep. I think so. Now, Robespierre, you were around longer than I have been. Do you remember New Coke? Yes, it is not new anymore. No, but do you remember how awful it was? The white stuff? No, was, the, there was a white one that was tasted like paint thinner. Now, the New Coke was created by the corporations to boost sales of Coke Classic. Ooh. We all know this to be true. Because it was so bad that they were, quote-unquote, forced to bring back Coke Classic. And yet the price point was higher. Much higher. I wonder why. As do I. Could be that something just to make people drink it, to, to spend their money worthlessly on sugared water. No. I have another food one. Bubble yum. We remember this. Bubble yum was a breeding place for spiders. Eggs actually grew in people's bodies, especially the purple delicious one. You would go, mmm, this tastes like, what? why does this taste like watermelon and not grapes? Well, because there were spiders in it. What is it with you and eggs today? I am in excellent mood, I guess, trying to bring the truth to the people. That was not funny. Not a ha. Not a ha. It's very serious. That would be, uh-huh. And the fruit stripe gum was even worse because people would turn different colors like the little zebra. Like the whammo bubbles, which affected everybody's mind because you would sniff that stuff and you would be off in Wonderland. It's like, oh, look at the pretty colors. But no, it's all about mind control. This one definitely caught me off guard. Rose Pierre, did you know that Australia is not real? Really? Australia is a cover-up for the British government secretly drowning thousands and thousands of prisoners and saying that they sent them to Australia. Was this based on Atlantis? No, there is no landmass there. So, sorry, Chris Hemsworth, we don't believe you anymore. I think this is why Australia sounds like a place you would never want to go, considering the venomous animals, the crocodiles, the sharks... Because they don't want you to get, I want to go to Australia on vacation. You go down there, where is it? Where are you going down under? No, New Zealand maybe? Does that exist also? No, no. James oh. Cameron owns New Zealand, I think. Well, that would make sense. That's true. The other thing is that Star Trek is supposedly a future history. So we have to look forward to being conned. Conned, however that is pronounced. 
in the future. He will take over the world. But this is getting beamed back to us and used as a television show. So by that implication, I am older than William Shatner? I think everybody is except for his toupee. Oh, there will be hell to pay for that joke, Robespierre. Oh, I am in trouble, but it is worth doing for the truth. Is it really? Maybe. <coughs> this is... I think we are laughing because we are nervous. Oh, Jesus this is Christ. So Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I can't I can't go on. <laughs> now, here's, the, here's the, the terrible part of this whole thing. Pretty much every one that I said, I found on the internet that people actually believe. And I've used some. There's the mad scientist one comes from a book. The thing about these are urban legends about bubble yum. I actually was terrified back in the day when I went to school because people would say McDonald's was worm burgers. And then my mom would say, ah, they got a lot of protein. And you got to think on the net these days, how much of this stuff is real? You find out it's crazy. Well, actually on that, I want to talk to about a discussion a friend of mine and I had not that long ago. You, uh, do you remember when you were younger hearing the urban legend of the kids that went into the sewers to try to find the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well, I heard about the old one for me was always, uh, they had, I've seen them when I was a kid at some stores, a little pet alligator. Oh, yeah, the alligators you in would the drop, sewers. turn them into a bad Joe Dante movie because you'd flush them down the toilet. They'd come back as like Alligator Zilla or something. Well, no, but the point, the point of it is, is you think about how fast those rumors spread because everybody heard stories like that. There was no internet. You talk about that was the first viral type video thing because everybody across the country all heard the same story about the kids going into the sewer looking for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and died. You heard it. It happened. No, it happened in San Francisco. No, it happened in Minneapolis. No, it happened in Philadelphia. No, it happened here in Detroit. Nah, guys, seriously, it happened here in St. Louis. It literally happened everywhere, but there was no internet to, to spread this to it's everybody. It's the question. It was always the I heard. And when you heard the urban legends, okay, you had the guy with the hook, you had this, you had that. Where did it happen? Oh, especially there's a big one too, Poison Candy. Where have you ever heard this really happen? Oh, I think it was in Mineola, Minnesota. It was, yeah. I knew a guy I went to high school with who his sister's best friend, she came home and her dog was porked by a hot dog you know something like that Good it was Lord. said i heard stuff where there's no proof to back it up there was actually a book written by a man named macaulay popular delusions and the madness of crowds about mass hysteria and how it happens where everybody starts believing think about for example a lot of these plagues and i admit to being a germaphobe but sometimes i would hear for sars watch out when you go to the bathroom the water will splash up if you took a big chunker and that water is going to infect you with it. Well, yes, SARS, the disease with the 96% survival rate. I mean, I yes, may have had West Nile no because I walked my dog in the woods and I remember getting a headache and everything and there's all these skeeters around. But I think a lot of these things are just made up and people freak out about them. Well, that's, you know, and I know, you know, the conspiracy theories you came up with, many of them were made up. But like I said, every single one that I had... People have written articles about them. You want to do one sometimes. This is a guilty pleasure of mine for years. Coast to Coast AM. It was hosted by Art Bell. It's still on with George Nury. They have people who are just, let's just say, interesting on there. And they go on. And all it is, it's the National Enquirer for the Insomniac, where they come up with these things. They have an oil pit where 
it's the gateway to hell. And I really don't think any of these guys, but well, Art Bell's a weird dude. I don't know about Nori, but it's, it's a living. He probably makes millions of dollars. And he always says, hey, if somebody calls me up at 3 a.m., says he saw a ghost, who am I to say he hasn't? No, actually, one I read that I didn't put on the list, but it, I've always I've been thinking about it since I did my research on it. You know, people say the actual gateway to hell is the Denver International Airport. I've been to some other airports where I would say no, because, New Jersey especially. No, because apparently if you look at the aerial view of the Denver International Airport, it looks like a swastika. I've never seen it. So. I, I, I Googled it. Google it, folks. Apparently it does at a quick glance, if you're in that mindset, bear a striking resemblance to a swastika. So apparently the Denver International Airport is literally the gateway to all that is wrong and evil in the universe. Well, you would go back for a while. We were trying to find the Antichrist. It was 666. And now in reality... No, that was me when I was a kid with my pizza. I well, was the Antichrist. Well, you were the neighbor of the beast. Like no, I was the Antichrist. Show. One of the things that <laughs> happened... I can laugh now. One of the other things that happened was, if you go back to the Bible, it was probably John of Patmos, who was this hermit who lived off on an island. And what he was trying to do in Revelations was warn everybody about their faith and about the Roman emperor. And the beast was supposedly Nero. But since then, how many people have been the beast like him or not and we don't go on to politics ronald reagan was identified as the beast because ronald wilson reagan it's 666 iron maiden got a very good song out of it but still there's God, the i never even thought of that one there's this guy who claimed that reagan was i just think he was reagan i don't know make up he, what you want about him he was acting in movies with chimps how could he be the antichrist he was in a movie i don't know what it was called he was dressed looked like a prototype of indiana jones so. It wasn't uh, Bedtime for Bonzo? I've never seen that one, thankfully. I don't think we're missing much. No, but everybody was the Antichrist. The world was going to end. Nostradamus predicted well, all Well, how many things. times in the past, what, decade alone has there been the apocalypse have, has been predicted? The Mayan calendar. Who would people forget about the Mayan calendar? What was it? Twelve, twelve, twelve. Because nothing—that's when the calendar came to an end. I, yeah. Well, yeah. When you base your calendar on what was it? The uh, to ten on. Well, some mathematical system, I think it was based off tens. Yes, you get to that point, you end, it resets. One of my inspirations is James the Amazing Randy, who's one of the greatest oh, skeptics around. Absolutely. And he one time went back and found all the prophecies of the world's demise. Now, they might not be as true as my egg theory, but he, I think he went through there were over 430-something times the world was supposed to end. One of them was particularly humorous in its own way i think it was 17th century this minister told his flock sell everything quit your jobs prepare for your maker the world's gonna end people actually did it then oops it didn't oh i misinterpreted five years later it'll end oops let me try to get out of here before any of you guys hang me (laughs) 17th century that was in 2006 that freaking whack job in texas or whatever said that the end of the world was coming and you know his church was selling or no, it wasn't the end of the world. It was the rapture. I'm sorry, because there were still going to be people the left. The Blondie song caught everybody freaking out. Yeah. Well, wouldn't it you? Well, that was a rap song. It was kind of different. Yeah. But the rapture was supposed to happen. So he was, conv- and there was people, very, very smart people, I might add, going around convincing or telling people that, well, you know, in the Bible, they say that they're not going to rapture pets. So you pay us money, we'll be around and we'll take care of your pets after you get raptured. If the rapture comes, can I have your car, please? Mine's got to go in the shop. Oh, I, we I'm know this one. Here. Need I say this one? 
Y2J or if you're a wrestling fan or Y2K. I oh, remember God. people were freaking out about this because wasn't it something where the computers wouldn't work? It or was something? because, yeah, it was. If you're too young to remember this, on December 31st, 1999, it was New Year's Eve and the supposed end of the universe was going to happen when the clocks reset and the computers had to go from 1999 back to zero zero. Nobody thought that the computer would actually go to the year 2000, that it would switch back to 1900. We were going to be in a road warrior type world. Yeah. And for some reason, people actually thought that if the computer thought it was 1900, that civilization would crumble and planes would fall from the sky. And I actually, at the time was working at a drive through Christmas light show. Wow. That's not a conspiracy theory. That actually happened. Did you have the pizza deliveries? Yeah, that was when, we, that was when the, the state trooper delivered us pizza and we got him a hoagie because of it. But in any event, <laughs> that's a different story for Christmas time. But they closed the park early because all the police had to go downtown to deal with the rioters because of the Y2K thing. And I remember I got home and, I mean, maybe 10 o'clock or so, and I was able to watch... Um, I think it was the Time Magazine countdown of most influential people, the millennium. And I just really remember wishing that on New Year's Eve at midnight, if I would have been able to get to the fuse box, just cut the power just to see how everybody would have freaked out. Well, related to that, too, and I think you've read a book about this. I've read a lot of books about this. There's one called The Experts for Wrong. And you look at, like, medical fields, different things else. For There was a while... Alar was considered to be an apples, and apples were going to kill you, not the cyanide seeds. We know those are bad, but apples, oatmeal was going to give you cancer. But there was a lot of – you read a book on quacks. Oh, uh, quackery. I cannot remember who wrote it, but I will post it in the description. It wasn't a duck, was it? Quackery? Eh, It would have made more sense. No, it was about the fact that um, it's – I think it's – the best way to sum it up is that it's a miracle we as a species are still alive. Through all the things medicinal that quote-unquote doctors would tell us that we had to do. The great example of that, um, oh God, I can't remember the guy's name. Ebenezer, Eben, Eben Beyer, I believe his name was. Eben Beyer, he was a golfer who won an amateur championship in the early 1900s. He got convinced by his quote-unquote physician to drink irradiated water. Or no, it wasn't irradiated, it was radium water. A literal water with radium. Is he the guy who's buried who's still glowing? <laughs> no, actually, he's buried, to piggyback off of last week's episode, he is buried in the same cemetery that Josh Gibson is buried in. He's buried in a lead-lined coffin because his skeleton is radioactive because he consumed, oh, I think, over a 1,000 bottles of radium water in his lifetime. And there's some... We're trying to be amusing, but there's also some real serious things about here and ramifications because surely I'm never that serious, but I am about this. Uh, of course I am. Don't call me Shirley. There are things in history. There are a lot of Nobel Prize winners whose experiments turned out to be very deadly to people. Alfred Nobel a, himself? Yes. There's a Killed big his brother. One. There is a big one. It's called frontal lobotomies. Oh, for a while, Jesus. this is very popular and not to get graphic about it. Basically, they would take an ice pick, go through your eyebrow cut off some brain cores and they said this would they did not realize what this was doing to people no it, it what was it, it controlled mania i believe or? yeah because you were basically in a vegetated state you had yeah. no and you couldn't cure this this was you were toast yeah, some 
famous family had a, a relative that the was, Kennedys. I yeah, think. it was a Kennedy was lobotomized, and then they just kind of wrote her out of history. I think that's why they got rid of her, though. Too, yeah. it might have been because of that. But they'd say, "Oh, you're this will alleviate pain." It's almost like a sci-fi thing where they wipe your mind. Yeah, it's a total recall kind of thing. Yeah, it's really scary because this was popular at the time. So what I'm saying. Don't try to be informed when you go to the doctor. There are a lot of pills out there. I've had the experience of being vertical might be a good film, but it's not fun. And some of these cures, it's almost better to try to get exercise, live the pious life, so to speak. Oh, yeah, you're doing a hell of a job. Oh, I know that. Well, I'm the host. I can say whatever (laughs) I want there. Say whatever you want. Yeah, I'm the host. But there are a lot of bad ones about that. And that's the thing you have to watch out in science. Yesterday's science is bogus now. A lot of the stuff we find out we believe. It's like even going in water after eating. No, you don't get cramps. No. Yeah, you ever a... hear of that when you were a kid? Well, you ate. You can't go in for yeah, You can't hour. go into the water for 30 minutes or else you'll get cramps. Every time we're at the beach or the swimming pool and you had a hot dog that wasn't the Lindbergh baby. Where the hell did that one come from, by the way? My God. That Actually, was... you know where that came from? That came from a movie with Steve Buscemi in it. I think it might have been Kansas City. It might have been. It's one of those movies that sort of ripped off Pulp Fiction. And Buscemi's a hitman. He's talking all this gibberish. And he adds in this perfect Buscemi point, who, by the way, is born on the same birthday as me, so ha to him. But he just goes on. He goes on about one thing after another. He finally just says in a perfect voice, and Babe Ruth ate the Lindbergh baby. They still don't really know what happened to him. They blamed an immigrant called Isidore Fish. Nobody really knows. Unfortunately, they don't. And Lindbergh wasn't really, in a lot of ways, some of his political views were not really heroic, but that's a different story. But no, that, yeah, that's still a tragedy. It, of a, kid a tragedy you know. nonetheless when a, a child who is innocent in the world because they are still forming opinions is uh, unfortunately killed like that. But no, we're gonna we'll talk Charles Lindbergh. But I later. also think what happens too is we abhor a vacuum. We like straight facts. It's like when my car is broken down, I hate not knowing. It's like tell me it might cost a lot. So we try to fill all this in, like conspiracies. Like who was Jack the Ripper? What happened to DB Cooper? Even though I think some ex- episodes of Expectation Unknown, like about Robin Hood. But we try to fill it in. It's like John Lennon was probably killed by a lunatic. We had a crazy fan obsession, but people, I've heard the CIA had him killed. Oh, some of the other ones I, I read, there was Michael Jackson. There's two about Michael Jackson. One, he's still alive. Two, he was killed by the Iranian government. There's another one. Talking about celebrities, how much do we have about this where Bruce Lee faked his death, is in a monastery in Macau? There's a theory about Elvis that says a lot of them that are around, people see Elvis impersonators, and that's why they think he's real. Because you think about it, he could. if you have all that money, why would you even fake your death? Just go, to heck with all of you. I'm going to go live on my estate. Leave me alone. Yeah. But um, what was the... Oh, God, I had one, and I just blanked on it. Who was it? When we were talking Elvis. Eh, there's a lot of Elvis ones. So there's tons of them. But there's Jim Morrison, too, and there's a theory about Jim Morrison. If he was alive, the way he partied and drank, his liver would have been the size of probably a continent. He probably wouldn't be alive anyways. Yeah, that's the thing. When people live the lives they did, they, well, then you always hear the same ones that Hitler's still alive. Yeah, for that, for he years. He would be 120-some years old There's by a lot point. of those. They have those stupid shows on the so-called non-history channel. Oh, yeah, remember is, when the History Channel showed history? Where they were. Pepperidge Farm remembers. And you always remember there's like the hunt for Hitler that he escaped to. Argentina. Argentina or somewhere 
they all and of course you could just waste your time watching these and watch these. They're never going to find any proof because I would say most likely he died in the bunker. Yeah. And there might be proof in Russia at the time. We weren't exactly on good terms with them, so they said they had his skull. That might be propaganda, but I firmly believe that. And the other thing about Hitler was they said by that time his health was so crummy, he probably would have croaked anyways. Just like there was a lunatic on Coast to Coast AM who called from Oregon claiming to be Jim Morrison, and he was going to appear. Shock of shocks, he never showed up because I don't think it was real. But I think we have that Well, no, you know why? Because people are strange. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they really are I, when they're I not riding on the storm or lighting a fire. But well, we like to fill in the blanks. A lot of times when somebody dies young, we think, okay, it couldn't be possible. But it happens, you know. Well, and, Burt Reynolds just passed. He was not young, but I guess his family said it was totally unexpected. I See, I don't know. I'm, I mean, poor, poor Burt, may he rest in peace, but I, his health was not very good. I saw him at Florida State games. They would show a picture. He literally looked like the Burt Reynolds from Dawn of the Dead where, shoot, Burt Reynolds there. He did not look good, but you can't tell. No, and that's the thing. I mean, I literally, all I did was Googled most ridiculous conspiracy theories, and I came up with dozens of but lists. the problem is for me too is there are people i knew somebody who wasn't very bright like this and one of his big ones oh the moon landing it was fake no that's a bad movie by oj simpson and the problem with this is for example forrest gump there were people who cannot discern fiction from reality people were calling alabama trying to get his yearbook but what happened with the moon landing and my friend who knows nothing about a science nothing about astronomy if you look at that picture the flag is a and I just go, and after a while, what can you say to people he, like that? He believed all this crazy stuff, the Kennedy assassination, which I think would more was a, number one, we couldn't believe a young president like that. I've heard Lyndon Johnson, who, if there was a theory, I would probably hold that one as the most logical. Yeah, he wasn't the nicest of people. But if a lot of it was you just had somebody who was has his problems, it unfortunately happened, but people can't believe it. So, oh, it has to be this grand plot. My view on that. The government isn't that efficient. Something down the line is going to come out. Somebody's well, going to talk. That's the thing that always blew my mind about the people that legitimately thought the moon landing was fake. Now, this was 1969. You mean in all the time from 1969 to the present day of 2018 that all the people that would have had to have been involved in something like that, that they all kept their well, mouths shut for happens. 45 this years? This is what happens to one of the astronauts. I think it was Buzz Aldrin. All he said innocently was when he was on the moon, he saw something, probably a meteor or something just flying off the moon. They've taken it as, oh, Buzz Aldrin admits he saw a UFO. And I've always said, Arthur C. Clarke said this, won't the aliens land on the White House lawn? And if they really found something, everything gets out nowadays. Somebody's going to yak. Somebody's going to go to the Inquirer for real and say, give me a million dollars. That's what I mean. I'm going to write a book. That the... United, any government of any country could literally control people to the point of keeping them silent but living their normal lives and working normal jobs for 50 years about something so groundbreaking. And I always said, in terms of conspiracies, people will argue with me, well, there's so many people see these, so many people, UFOs, ghosts, it has to be real. Well, maybe there will be some time. Maybe for cryptozoology, we find new species all the time. Something, But if you have something huge going around, how come it hasn't forked on more people? It has to feed itself. There has to be more than one. How come nobody's ever gotten one? We have cameras all over the place. Literally, Nessie pops up. Hey, Nessie, can I have a selfie with you? Well, and that's, that's what I mean. 
like, but granted, the the cryptozoology thing, I'm fascinated by. I it. am too. I mean, they'll say the that's a, that's an upcoming episode too. Yeah, oh yeah, the coelacanth, supposedly thought to be extinct for what millions of years. Yeah. Now, there's a shitload of them now. And be honest too, the megalodon. Now they're trying to use the Marianas Trench thing oh, from the book God. and movie. Do you want this to be alive? Yeah. I mean, really, do you really want well, this to be alive? I know, these... I'm, I'm moving to what's a really good landlocked area in Nebraska. I don't even want to be by Lake yeah. Ontario. And all these freaking idiots who, um, say, oh, we need to clone these animals because we can. No. Do you want an aggressive, giant, fuzzy elephant with tusks the size of hatchbacks and, and to be charging down the street I can just understand. because we I can understand spiritual spiritualism. I know it was a big fad, and I just everybody wonders what's going to happen when we die. We like to see our loved ones again. We like to have something, but really, honestly, the some really brilliant people like Edison had the spirit phone, tried to contact the dead. The only spirits I believe in come in a bottle. I'm sorry, and I'm sorry about that. But there's no. <laughs> and the other thing I would say is, how would we even know? It might be some. Maybe there's something that exists, but I don't look for proof. I don't want to know. Let's just see how it goes. But I don't believe in Casper or any of that. Well, I look, if I was a ghost, no, really, though. If I was a pole, I'm, oh, I'm going to stay around a house and throw stuff at people. Well, that's what I mean. If you had the ability to transcend realms, literal, physical, and metaphysical realms, would you want to just hang well, around a house? Well, for Beetlejuice, if Winona Ryder was there, I'm sorry. You know my crush on her. I can't help it. But why would you come back? Afterlife must be really boring. Well, we're sitting around playing harps. I want to go haunt somebody. Yeah. I mean, that's clearly what i do. I'd want to be, you know, basically attached to one particular building. And if the, the aliens came, I would take a chance to take me to your planet, please. How much worse yeah. could it be? I don't want to live on this planet anymore. And they've actually, Isaac Asimov theorized it one time, how advanced is it? Read his books sometime about it. Might be true. It's really neat looking forward to stuff that might happen, that fiction might become fact. But right now, I won't be that scared of this stuff. Well, maybe the stuff we say because, you know, we're experts. Yeah, clearly. And that's the thing. I love to be proved wrong. So I would love to be proved wrong about the existence of, you know, the... Well, alien life, by definition, has been discovered. Or really, if you Because have, they have found bacteria on other planets, by definition, that is alien life. Colin Wilson is a writer, like, I think a lot of times he falls, he writes science fiction, but a lot of his peers will say sometimes he believes in this stuff too much. He believes in the gateway to fairy and everything, which I don't believe, except in Neil Gaiman's books. Mm. But one of the things he said, one of his friends, this is a story that reminds me years ago how this happens. One of his friends who was very clear-minded, not a hoaxer, claimed to have seen a troll or something in the woods. So one time I'm walking my dog, it's sun's going down, I'm in the woods, and I look over, and I swear, this little troll, they've got a little hat and everything, little bells on it, and I go, oh, wonderful, what's going on here? I hope it's not the leprechaun from the movies. So I go up to it, it was a trick of the light that somehow hit the leaves and everything, and like a colored mushroom. So most of the time, believe me, maybe it is a spirit or something, I would say it's probably not. No, but, but if you could, if you, any of you have had this experience and you swear, yeah, tell us. We're open minded. We're not going to laugh or anything. I've had weird things happen. We've all had. Oh, weird we've things all had happen. weird shit happen. I've gotten dates. You know what's happened, and I have not. That's an even weirder thing. Yeah, you've had walnuts though. You don't like them though. <laughs> no, I don't like walnuts. Or prunes. Oh Jesus! No, I prefer I prefer peaches. Don't have peaches. Nectarines are good too. A lot of fiber. Yes, I found that out the other night. Oh, as long as you don't do it here. <laughs> And on that lovely note, I can't even do the NPR voice anymore. I apologize. But 
This was a weird one. Thought we did fun. It was fun. Maybe you learned something. Maybe you laughed. And maybe you were thinking at first, those guys are idiots. Well, and <laughs> that's be the a, first. That's the thing. You know, you might think we're idiots saying this stuff, but trust me, the world is saying it. And the sad part is, a lot of people are believing. And I honestly it. say this is a passion of mine. Be skeptical. Don't let people tell you, especially authority, because they're doing themselves. There are plenty of means out there, especially these days. You could find the truth if you read between the lines. And I admit, I'm fascinated by all this weird stuff. I take it as sort of cotton candy, where I like the X Files. I don't have to believe it, and I'm more of a Scooby Doo type person in real life. But it's fun wow. as long as you realize it's. Come on, some of the stuff's just absolutely expedition yeah. unknown. That actually, Josh Gates quits doing the show because he couldn't find anything. And then be realistic. I got some big sea monster out there. I'm pretty sure it doesn't exist because I'm not going out in a boat if the thing's yeah. around. I mean, the fact that literally when I said the Australia doesn't exist, there are people that believe that. I've never seen it, so that's another case. How many people have been there? You physically have never seen it. Yeah. But Prester John's land didn't exist. This was a guy in the centuries ago who claimed to be from a magical land he visited turned out to be a hoax he wanted money and it's oh i bring you a trinket back give me money what these people are making things up for money the hell you say the horror and on that note speaking of making money i wanted to give a shout out to our lovely sponsor who is real by the way don't be is he i don't know don't be fooled by the last name it's actually real yeah it actually is real upsitnik and associates your lawyers, for you the people, from the Supreme Court in D.C. all the way to Alaska and all points in between. Not Australia, though, because it doesn't exist. Not Australia, though, because it doesn't exist. And Google this one, folks, as a goodbye parting one. Japan invented Finland for fishing rights. On that note, visit Upsitnik and Associates on Facebook. And on their website, Upsitnik, is spelled O-P-S-I-T-N-I-C-K. Link for the, in the few dis- people who couldn't spell it. Right, exactly. Because it's so common a last name. Um, I have to tell a brief story about this. One time he wrote to a wide receiver who was in the Hall of Fame. He wanted something about your name. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Raymond Berry, Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Baltimore Colts. I wrote to him asking him to sign a picture for me. I get many things signed back, and he includes his own self-addressed stamped envelope, and I figured he wants a donation to some charity or something. I know he's a religious person. Figured he wanted the donation to a church or something. No, there was a handwritten letter from him saying he is a collector of information about the origins of last names. He had never seen my last name before and wanted to know the origin of it. I thought that was really cool, and that's a hell of a hobby. Yeah, I know. So, Mr. Barry, I hope the information that I sent you was helpful and informative, just like this podcast. <laughs> helpful and informative. I'm helpful. He's informative. We're getting the hell out of here. Why must I? The truth is out there, guys. See you later. Is it really? Well, on that note, that be that, and we'll catch you on the flip side.